Westplex 107.1. Yes, just the way I am. No different whatsoever. Take me or leave me just the way I am. That's the way Shelly is, right? That is exactly the way I am. Thank oh, you. Spooky, spooky, spooky. Hey, you know what? We spooky, always... spooky, spooky. Is that what you said? I said spooky, spooky, spooky. We always have to start off the morning with, uh, you know, we have certain things we have to do every day. And a uh, matter of fact, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, one of the new FCC rules and regulations is that you have to give um, current information about listeners. And you have, and so what we do is uh, we've hired a guy uh, that uh, essentially... Uh, you know, current information about listeners is uh, people who listen to the show, and we like to give their birthdays and anniversaries. So we hired. Please don't start the show out like this. <laughs> we hired Henry DiCarlo, who's big at this. As a matter of fact, he does this all over the nation. So, Henry, you got the uh, anniversaries and birthdays for today? Good old Hugh. Boy, he's 10 every day. Don't you love it? <laughs> Thank you for starting out the Friday like this, Brad. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting day today. Uh, 39 right now. We're only going to go up to about 44. So pretty much uh, if you walk outside right now, uh, that's the temperature is going to be pretty much all day long. Um, and there is a chance, a chance, a chance, chance, just a slight chance of some rain tonight. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens with that. But that's probably not going to come in until maybe 11 o'clock this evening uh, and early tomorrow. After all the festivities Yes, tonight. and, and I was going to mention that, that uh, today uh, is the day, tonight is the night. Uh, it is the official tree lighting ceremony for the uh, St. Charles County version of the Tree of Lights for Salvation Army. And we'll be out at the Darden Prairie City Hall. Uh, it's not us. It's usually hundreds. And matter of fact, I think in some years we've had thousands of people there. Haven't, haven't there been? There's been a yeah, bunch there, there of people. Been quite, it's been quite packed. Yeah. And uh, it's free event. Uh, fun event. Come on out. If you got it kids, is. Santa Everything Claus. Is lovely. Right. Santa Claus is there. There's uh, yep. some nice treats, you know, some cookies and candy. And uh, believe uh, if the temperature's cold enough, they'll have some hot chocolate and uh, and uh, coffee as well, too. And it's all to really, 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 really kick off the uh, biggest fun drive of the year for the Salvation Army, which is the bell ringers and the people out there. And please, you know, I mean, even if you just dip, you know, dip down into your pocket as you're walking in and out of a store where the bell ringers are, you know, they, they don't have a problem with taking change. If you've got a quarter, penny, nickel, whatever, you know, they like the folding money. Uh, but you know what? The change works just as well, too. And uh, they are, a matter of fact, as of uh, today, actually, uh, you'll see them practically everywhere. And as of next week, any of the locations should be manned, pretty much manned or womaned. Can you say that? Manned, womaned? Personed? I, I think I think you'd say personed. <laughs> personed. <laughs> uh, pretty much uh, during human. the... Yeah, human. <laughs> every, human. Every place will be yeah, human. We don't have any monkeys out there. So uh, every day uh, up until Christmas. And literally, I know this for a fact, uh, I did one of the last, I guess it was three or four years ago, I did one of the last sessions where I bell rang from uh, nine in the morning till noon on Christmas Eve. So, uh, and it was great. I mean, a lot of people, matter of fact, I put some money in the kettle for uh, the Salvation Army that day. Uh, I was at the Schnooks in Cottleville and uh, had a great time and met a lot of nice people. Which he got yelled at for you no, not using I, I, his indoor pal. No, I never did got yelled at. I just sort of got he, he schooled. Got, he got, question major keys informed me that i was using the wrong belt by the way i have my bell and i have to i i i've had it, i have it in my car matter of fact you know what i've done is this has actually worked out real well for me you know when somebody cuts you off in traffic you know instead of like uh, you know me getting mad i just get out and i ring my bell at him so i keep that in my car so i'll bring it in here yeah do that <laughs> it sounds like this i made they have can you hear that can i hear what are you shaking your head again no, <laughs> no, I'm shaking is? my little my little Salvation Army bell, the little baby one that I I have two of them and I turned them into earrings. Oh, listen to you, listen to you. Uh, I any, did. Anyway, that what time does that start tonight, Shelley? Do you know? I will find out for you. Okay, the official time. Uh, it is BS in the Morning. We are BS. You can check out our website at bsinthemorning.show. Lots of good music, uh, some great commercials, and even some stupid things that I say. Shelly's the one that says all the smart stuff. Uh, we'll be back. 608. Westplex 107.1. That's what I just said. She just says that. She just wants to talk all the time. Can you believe that? Yeah, that's like a lot of women in your life. No, 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 no. Like, oh, like, like, like Shelly Barr. She wants to talk all the time, right? I do. 
But I always like to let you have the first uh, first part of the conversation. No, 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 no. That's not right. You should have the first part of the conversation. It should be you first. Well, whenever I do, you don't respond. Oh, listen to you. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of things this morning. Um, <laughs> you deflect. Next oh. hour, we're going to talk about, you know, it's funny. You hear all these different lists of songs that, you know, these are the, you know, like you have the CMAs, the Country Music Awards, and you have the, you know, the Grammys and things like that. Have you ever heard of the Waffle House Awards? No. <laughs> Believe it or not, Waffle House has their own top ten of music. And you're probably going, what's he talking about? They have a ju- Is that what they pipe through at, at 1 o'clock in the morning well, when you're getting your biscuits and gravy to soak up your vodka? Okay. <laughs> First off, I'm going to ask you a question. Have you ever been to a Waffle House before? Yes. I have never been to a Waffle House because I'm not a breakfast guy. I mean, when I, like right now. They have hamburgers, Brad. Like I get a hamburger right now? I don't know the answer to that question. Well, see, that's the problem because. I know you can at Denny's. Well, but my, I'm not, once again, I don't go to breakfast places. And and don't take this the wrong way. And I'm not trying to make fun of any places. But places like First Watch and Egg and I and places like that that are only doing like breakfast. I have no interest in those. I mean, to me, when I get up, I mean, a pepperoni pizza tastes as good as 617 in the morning right now as it does at 617 at night. If Domino's was open right now and I had the urge, I would order a pizza right now. But you can't get it. So, therefore, I've never had any interest to go to a Waffle House. I mean, and quite honestly, most places that like are breakfast places, I've never been in before. I've never been in. Where were the places you were mentioned? You were mentioned what? A bunch of them. Um, where were the ones you were talking about? Breakfast places? You just talked about them, but Denny's is a breakfast place. Yeah, but but, but see, you can get food all, you know, what, the entire menu. And um, you mentioned Egg and I, and then you also mentioned, which, by the way, they've closed on K. Really? There's a new owner there. But new, it's still a breakfast place. A new breakfast owner? Breakfast and lunch place. It's not called Egg and I anymore? No. What's it called? Um, I and egg. I don't know. How about hamburger and me? I'd like that. Um, I, anyway, hamburger and me. Okay. Well, I. Your favorite character was the hamburglar, wasn't it? No, I never liked those. You know, I mean, what's what's interesting is 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 that um, um, you know uh, uh, the clown's gone. Ronald McDonald is gone. They don't have Ronald. Which McDon- I don't understand. And the five, the... you know, five billion sixty six thousand million. Well, that's all. Hamburger gone. served today. That's all gone too. Well, and but, I, I don't understand why. But think about that for a minute, though. Okay, you had the characters, the Hamburglar, okay? When you really do think about that, is that the kind of character you want to have, you know, for your kids? Some guy who steals hamburgers? You know? Okay, we grew up with that, yeah. and we turned out just fine. <laughs> but what Shelly... I mean, seriously, what, what Shelley, our generations turned out just fine. What Shelly is not telling you is that, and man, I, I, I hate to go public with this, but I think it's the time I do, that Shelly is actually on probation for breaking into places and stealing hamburgers. So um, there's a perfect example that maybe the hamburglar when we grew up wasn't a good influence because that's what Shelly does now. I mean, she's been caught in Wentzville, Cottleville, O'Fallon, where she breaks into hamburger places and she steals hamburgers. And when they catch uh-huh. her, she says, well, I'm the hamburglar. You're the hamburger aficionado. <laughs> and if I was going to break into somewhere, it would be... Um, well, I'm not going to give away my secret, so, but it definitely wouldn't be hamburger places. Hmm, interesting. Uh, anyway, the, the McDonald's characters are, for the most part, pretty much gone. Um, and uh, is that good or is that bad? You know, Ronald McDonald, gone, because of the whole deal with the clowns. Now, he's the whole purpose of well, But he's gone. He's not around anymore. McDonald's. Because remember this whole thing with the crazy thing? It started out with this crazy thing that some lady said that the clown came out of the woods and tried to grab her kid, and, you know, and then the police went. And, you know, and, and first off, there's... They found a red hat, a red furry thing. There are some. There are some people that are are deathly afraid of clowns. Are you one of those? That's true, but it's been an it's been an icon for what 
50 years, yeah, but if not on. more. Think about everything that's going on right now. You know, things that were okay are now not okay. You know, things that, know you that. Could, that you could say, you can't say anymore. You know, things that used to be uh, acceptable like, socially. Like, wearing shoulder pads anymore. But yet, I have <laughs> shoulder pads from the 80s. I have shoulder pads from when I used to play football. But that's a whole other story. Uh, but you know what I mean? It's to the point where it, it's I get this revisionist history stuff. Like, for example... We'll talk about this next hour. I, I sort of teased you yesterday when I said this. We're, we're going to talk about the Waffle House top 10, but we'll also talk about this case, not case, but a, a, the new prosecuting attorney in San Francisco. And it's a really interesting story, at least it is to me, because of the fact that uh, what he's doing is very similar to what uh, Kim Gardner has done in the city of St. Louis. And they're essentially saying, you know what? These people shouldn't be in jail. Sort of like the deal we talked about what's going to go on in Illinois as of next uh, year, as of January 1st. They're they're eliminating cash bail. So in other words, in Illinois, if it's a nonviolent crime, if you uh, walk into a store and steal something, uh, if you break into your next door neighbor's house and steal something uh, and you get arrested, they just process you and then they just release you. There's no more you know, incarceration. There's no bail. Unless your neighbor happens to carry and he pulls you into his house and uh, protects his family, then the courts wouldn't really even be involved in that. Even to the point where they're talking about, like, I heard uh, our our attorney general from the state of Missouri, Eric Schmidt, talking about they're trying to crack down on carjacking. They're trying to uh, 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 pass a special law. Okay, but I'm thinking to myself, okay, isn't it already illegal to, you know, uh, steal a car and, uh, you know, forcibly uh, steal a car, sometimes, uh, you know, shoot the people, uh, unfortunately, sometimes kill the people? Uh, uh-huh. they, they just had the case the other day where, I don't know if you remember this, the guy that uh, drove the, um, the, uh, the, the party bus who was killed down at Bush Stadium when a guy hijacked from two women, two women, uh, he hijacked their pickup truck. Uh, it was a guy and a gal, and they threw him out of the pickup truck, uh, you know, grabbed their keys, took off the pickup truck, and then the guy jumped in the pickup truck and, f- and flew off, uh, you know, just went flying down the street, uh, hopped the curb, hit this poor guy, killed him, hit another person, almost hit two police officers, a couple bystanders. And essentially, when they, you know, and then they, they, they had a, a wreck and they found him, and their excuse was, uh, we're homeless, we needed a car. Okay, like, so that's carjacking, so, but isn't that already but, illegal what they but did? But it's also some type of uh, homicide, is it not? Well, in that case, uh, yeah, I, it, but, but once again, they're saying, well, we need, a, we need a law for carjacking. You're making my points. Like, okay, you assaulted a woman. You know, you stole her car. So first off, A, assault. B, car theft. C, you know, you killed somebody. Why do you need another law? I mean, why is there, you know, can't you arrest them on car theft and, and assault, you know, when you pull somebody out of a car, stuff like that? And like I told you, that's the, the thing with the carjacking thing. Um, that's the law of unintended consequences. The reason they carjack now is because the anti-theft systems have gotten so good on the cars that it's almost impossible, not impossible, but much, much, much harder to steal a car. So how do you get a car? Well, you get it when somebody's in it and they got the keys and it's running. That's how you get the car. And it's real easy. Then you just, you know, pull them over. You jump in front of them, you know, at a stoplight, whatever. You pull a gun on them. You yank them out of the car. Zoop, off you go. You got the keys and everything. Car's running. You don't even have to do anything. You That's know? not necessarily accurate. Why is that not because accurate? Because the ones that have the push start, yeah. if you've got the key with you, it'll, the car will still be running. Yeah. But once they turn it off... It's dead. Yeah, but most Shelly, they're not they're not using these cars to drive to California and stuff like that. They're using them just to you know go someplace. Just you know, a lot of times they find these cars abandoned, smashed into things, wrecked stuff like that. You know, it's just like when I used to when I used to work for the police department, we had we had cars that were stolen that would end up in certain places, and sometimes they'd find these people and they'd arrest them and they go, "Why'd you steal the car? I needed a ride home." That's what they'd say. They say, I needed a ride home. I didn't you know, to... they actually do that um, down want... in several locations. Um, when somebody is across the, you know, like across the county, right? Um, they call 911, and then basically they get a free ride to the hospital, and then they walk in, and then they walk out. Well, right. well sad. You think about that. It's just to the point it where... It is. It I, is. It's tragic. I, I, I watched this video, 
and it's actually sort of fascinating. This guy, um, maybe we'll talk about it next hour, this guy who um, is doing uh, the talk show circuit, and on this particular time, he was on a, um, a podcast, and this guy is a convicted felon. Uh, for uh, essentially, he used, he started out in the real estate business, and then he became he was a real estate agent. Then he turned he bought his own. Then he was a mortgage uh, broker, and then he became he owned his own mortgage company, and then he got into uh, fraud, where he was essentially uh, defrauding banks, where he was getting multiple loans on one piece of property. And uh, when they interviewed him, you know, like there were times when he they talked about that some of these people that you know when when he would defraud them on a home or something like that, he was like, hey. And I don't have to worry about that. You know, they got mortgage insurance. They got, you know, when they go through the, the title company, that'll be taken care of. And he was like, and the people were going like, well, don't you feel bad for those people? Nah, could care less. You know, I mean, that's the attitude you have that, that scares me is when people go like, eh, you know, it's all about me. I don't care about you, you know. The, you know. And unfortunately, there's too much of that in this world. Yep, we got to take a break, 626. Westplex 107.1, Renegade, that's what Shelly is. Uh, she, uh, the way she dresses, she dresses in all sorts of weird clothing, you know, yesterday. I do. I teeter on the edge of age and weight inappropriate. She was, I'm not going to lie. She was it's construction worker yesterday. She was walking around like in, uh, you know, Carhartts and a, and a hard hat, you know. And my safety steel toe boots. Don't forget that. There you go. 636, good morning. It is BS in the morning. Weather-wise, going to be a decent day today, if you don't mind a little bit of a uh, little bit colder than yesterday. Uh, supposed to be 39 today. That's going to be the high. Excuse me, 42. We're at 39 right now. And a uh, chance of maybe a little bit of sun this afternoon. It's going to be cloudy mostly this morning. So uh, just sort of have to deal with it. But, uh, you know, so far, not bad. Um, there was a little bit of rain last night a little bit of rain this morning uh sprinkles here and there so uh, be careful the pavement out there is wet as you drive to work this morning and for my own traffic reporter days um you know the interesting part of that is is friday mornings are usually the lightest morning of the week is that weird or what the lightest mornings of the week yeah typically friday mornings are always the the least amount of traffic problems uh, monday through friday or on friday now that's not that's withstanding any weather or anything like that but if um, all things are equal if the weather is uh, you know at least dry no snow no rain anything like that uh, usually sat uh, friday mornings are the are the easiest and friday afternoons are usually the worst that's because in the morning time, they're just sitting there thinking about, oh, they're going to have the weekend. They just have one more day, and um, then the weekend's going to come, and they're going to be, you know, men and women of their own destiny. And then at night, it's like, okay, Friday's over. Hurry. I want to get home and start my weekend. That's why. Shelly? What? All due respect, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Weren't we talking about the traffic? Yeah, but people of destiny? What is that? Yeah, they could do. I mean, so they have to get up and then they have to go to their job. Well, but, but the weekends are their own. Yeah, but. but so but, they're in charge of their own destiny. No, 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 no. But, but then why does that explain that they have to go to their jobs on Friday morning? Why does that explain the traffic's light? I mean, there's less people going because to their jobs on Friday morning. Because they're in a better morning. mood. No way. And they're driving more appropriately. Oh, my God. No. And not driving angry. Oh. <sighs> No, but there's just less volume, which means there's less people on the road. Why is that? Because of destiny? It's because of well, destiny. Well, even better because they're working 10-hour shifts and they get Friday off. I, well, I, you know, there are a lot of places. It must be all those government workers that's just that like, aren't going into work because they work 10-hour shifts. And, um, yeah, well, that's, that's what it is. Okay, I'll give you something to notice. If you drive around in your neighborhood and you know where dentists' offices are today... During the day, check out the parking lot at the dentist office. You know what you'll find? No. Empty. Oh, yeah, because most dentist offices, not most of them, but a lot of them take Friday off. Yeah, they work Monday through the Thursday. Office. And then they'll say, oh, we work so hard. Oh, those four days a week, I don't know if I can handle it. You know, you have very little compassion for people who don't have to work 24-7. I, I, I don't. Here's what I don't like. If someone has a tough job, if someone is working like, let's say, um, like certain times, like, for example, the uh, the GM plant out in Wentzville where they're making the, the vans and the pickup trucks, okay? 
Yeah. If they have mandatory overtime sometimes, if they get behind, matter of fact, I believe they have mandatory overtime going on right now because they're trying to make up for the cars they didn't make when the strike was going on, or at least the, the trucks and the, and the vans. Okay, so if you work there, there's no excuse. You are required to work overtime, okay? And sometimes they're working, you know, five, six, seven days a week and, uh, you know, working long shifts, okay? I they get like to do that, well, though. But they get extra money for that. They get overtime pay, okay? Yeah. So that's a condition of their employment, okay? What And and if someone there says, oh, man, I'm, you know, and, and once again, most of the people work on the assembly line, that's a physical job. It's not like sitting at a desk all day long. You know, you're, you know, no, picking up parts it's, and it you're. It is highly physical right, and very. Um, right. You're grabbing technical. tools and, you know, pushing things down the line and picking up, you know, things and putting them in the, you know, dashboards of cars and trucks and stuff like that. Okay. I get it. But ultimately, the America's safety is at their hands. Okay. Whatever. But it's true. <laughs> but the, if they don't sit there and do their job correctly, the car could come apart. The car could, um, you know, not crash properly if somebody hits them. There could be a lot of things. <laughs> Stop it. I'm trying to make a point, and you're like, well, you know, if they don't put the dashboard together, your speedometer may not work. And that means you drive down the highway and you get a ticket because of the fact that you wouldn't know how fast you're going. And when you'd say to the police officer, I didn't know how fast I was going because my speedometer doesn't work. And he'd say, well, I know those guys at Wentzville didn't put the speedometer in right, so I'm going to go talk to them. That's Shelley logic, right? It's Shelley world, and don't judge. <laughs> The point I was making was that oh, most sorry, of those people, most Continue. of those people, they don't complain because they got a job. They're making good money. What drives me crazy is the people that talk about, oh, I have such have such a tough job. I sit at this desk all day long, and every once in a while the phone rings, and I have to talk to people, and oh my god, I hate that. And everybody, every once in a while, somebody will send me an email, and I have to answer it. And oh man, I just my job's just so stressful. Give me a break, you know. Come on, you know, get real. Excuse me. See, you're allergic to me. You're sneezing. That's what I'm it is. I'm allergic to your BS. <laughs> <laughs> there is no BS from me. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just, I, I don't. I, it, I mean, sometimes you just come up with things and it's like. Shelly, here, here's, what? here's what's interesting. If you look at, like, we talked about this the other day. We talked about the, the, the what they call the Patel hotels, the Indian people that come to this country. Yes, and, they and get, I've seen that word come up. Right. And, multiple times. And they work their butts off because of the fact that they they they, they, yes, they, they, do. they come from another country they realize that this is the land of opportunity that you know they can they you know that they they can make money they can you know you know provide for their kids and they work real hard okay i appreciate those kind of people and you never hear them complain about oh i have to work so hard oh i i i watched this video of this guy yesterday that owns laundromats and talks about how how you know he you know how uh, and and not nice laundromats he buys laundromats they're not in the best neighborhoods and not in the best shape, and yet he makes money at them because he goes in and he physically cleans the laundromat himself, you know, and he, you know, and, and makes sure that all the equipment's working and hires people to fix the washers and the dryers and stuff like that, and talks about how he's there seven days a week, and you know what? I'm thinking to myself, man, I, you know, and, and talks about how he, he enters, uh, you know, empties all the quarters out of the machines and stuff like that, and he's got a whole procedure, and talks about how, you know, does he make a lot of money at these laundromats? No, but yet, you know, you know what? He's supporting his kids, and it works seven days a week. You know, I like those kind of people. I do. I'm sorry. I know you do. I know. I know you like people working seven days a week. No, it's not necessarily working seven days a week. It's to the point where they don't complain, and that was his point. He says, I don't complain oh, about having the... Do I complain too much? Oh, God. Here we go. 644. Westplex 107.1, it is BS in the morning, and I am Brad, she is Shelly. It is sponsored by the Allen's Tree Service people. If you have a tree that needs trimming, a uh, tree needs to be removed, whatever the situation, Allen's are the people to call. Family operation out there in Wentzville, just uh, just a little bit. Well, I guess technically they're, I don't know if they're technically in Wentzville or, or Forestell, but they're out there. No, on, they're in Wentzville. Are they in Wentzville? Uh, excellent company, and once again, you may think that you've dodged the bullet because you made it through the fall, and now the leaves are falling off the tree. Hey, 
when the snow comes and the ice comes and that tree starts to fall onto your roof of your house and uh, go through your living room or your bedroom or something like that, you'll think, why didn't I call Allen's? So check them out. Okay, Shelly, yesterday, I'm a car freak, okay? Yes, you are. You know the big deal yesterday with Tesla? You know what they unveiled yesterday? Uh-uh. The new pickup truck, Okay. Really? Yes, really, really bizarre looking. I mean, it looks like I, one of the guys said, one of the reviewers said, it looks like a trapezoid on wheels. It's sort of weird in the respect that it has like, uh, um, you know, it's it's it, it, it almost looks like an upside down triangle, if that makes any sense, or maybe a right side up triangle the way it's designed. And here's what's sort of interesting. Um, Elon Musk was giving this press conference and the unveiling and talking about the body is made out of a special aluminum alloy that is um, used in the SpaceX, SpaceX rockets. And then he talked about how the windows are made out of the special glass that's unbreakable. So as a demonstration, they have a guy fire so I don't know if it was like some kind of a you know gun or something like that, but anyway, they shot these round like these big ball projectiles at the windows. Paintballs? No, no, like, no. Like you said before. Well, they weren't paintballs, but they were like you know they were like metal balls. They shot them at the windows of the truck, and they broke. <laughs> oh, did they? Yes. And Elon Musk, you know, because he's talking about and the windows are unbreakable, and they you know they did this demonstration and it breaks the two windows, and then he says, but. It didn't penetrate. You know, in other words, it didn't, you know, it didn't go through the windows. So pretty interesting. And it didn't, did it? The downside for for me. For so they shattered, basically. They they shattered and they cracked internally is what you're saying. Well, they, they look like they look like they spidered. A, a, no, they look like a windshield that gets hit by a baseball. You know what I mean? Where you get like the, you know, you get like the you can see where the, the baseball hit and then it's like all cracked around there. But the, but the interesting thing about it is, to me, is that once again, and this is this is sort of fascinating, is the Tesla sales are big on the coasts. They sell lots of Teslas on the West Coast, lots of Teslas on the East Coast. They, they don't sell a lot of Teslas in the Midwest, okay? But on the West Coast and the East Coast, they don't sell many pickup trucks. But in the Midwest, like me, I have a pickup truck. A lot of people drive pickup trucks. You know, some of them, and there's our main vehicle. And they're saying that they don't know if, you know, the, the, the automotive experts are saying, we don't know if this is going to go over too well because pickup truck drivers are usually Ford and Chevy kind of guys, and they're not necessarily a Tesla kind of person. But the crazy part of this is, is that the, the version of this truck, the one will go 500 miles on a charge. Think about that. You could drive from here to Kansas City and back and not have to recharge. Um, and the thing will go zero to 60 in under three seconds. I mean, that is like Ferrari kind of speed. You know what I mean? I mean, cars that typically cars that can go zero to 16 under three are like usually hundreds of thousands of dollars of, you know, exotic cars, Maseratis, you know, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, that kind of a vehicle. And uh, so how much will they haul? Well, but they, they, that's what he claims. He claims it'll 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 tow 14,000 you know, pounds, essentially seven tons. But but the funny thing about it to me is that it's like, OK, and here he goes again. OK, list price is thirty nine thousand dollars. OK, which is about ten thousand dollars more than that's a base. Actually, not bad. Well, it's about ten thousand dollars more than a base Chevy F-150 or a Silverado, a base, uh, uh, you know, Chevrolet. But yeah. the problem that Tesla has with this is that it's sort of like they give you this base price and you can never get that car. You know what I mean? It's sort of like when you hear some of the car dealers, hey, come on in right now and we've got new XYZs for only, you know, $999, you know, $9,999. And you go there, oh, I'm sorry, that one's gone. But the deal with Tesla is since you order them, uh, it's the same thing they have with, with the Model 3s. They came out and said, hey, they're only going to be, you know, what, thirty-nine or $29,000. Well, nobody can find the $29,000 Tesla. They're all $60,000. So it's going to be interesting. So, Kind of like that chicken sandwich, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, they just you just can't find those at Popeyes, you know. Um, and, and you know, well, I, so wouldn't you freak out if it was actually a transformer? No. <laughs> Here we you go. wouldn't. Here we go with Shelly. Shelly comes up with, wouldn't I? You know, think about what she just asked, ladies and gentlemen. Would I freak out if it was actually a transformer? Do you think that's what it is, Shelly? You think he's like, you know, he's secretly making transformers that are going to like turn into like monsters and eat us up or something like that? 
you never know. <laughs> you just never know about things. Seriously. You know, here's the difference between Shelly and I. <laughs> when I say things like there that. There are so many. <laughs> it's BS. When Shelly says things like that, she really believes them. <laughs> <laughs> the next time you see me today, you'll see the bite me face. Okay. 656. Westplex 107.1. Yes, Andy Grammer. He's got my feelings exactly now. Good to be live right about now. 7.06. Good morning. BS in the morning. I'm B. She's S. Or, or she S and I'm B. I can't remember which one is which. Or are you both? That I don't is know. Question. No, I'm definitely not you. That's for sure. And by the way, did you see on my Facebook page, you see my wedding pictures up there? I did. <laughs> Congratulations. Somebody sent me that, which I thought was pretty funny. It's this website called thenot.com, and essentially, I guess it's some kind of like a... Which is a huge thing in the wedding industry. Is it really the knot? Is that a big deal? Yes. Okay, now... Yes, it's huge. Is that like, uh, you know, like how do they make money? Is that, do you put your, do you pay to put your pictures up there? It's for the wedding industry. Right. And then people go, and when they're trying to plan their own wedding, they go to the knot, and they have a certain thing that helps them um it's like it's like an online um what's the word called wedding consultant so but but what but so then when you get married is it like what because that's if if you don't know what we're talking about if you take a look at my facebook page there is uh and and years ago when i first got on facebook there used to be a thing you could put on your page where you could put like a selected friends remember that you could have like a a sidebar like uh um, you know, with like all your selected friends, and and I put in all the Brad Hildebrands, and there must have been at the time there were about twenty five of us, and, and it was sort of funny because here's all these guys with the same name, and it's me. So anyway, the guy who is getting married, his name is Brad Hildebrand, but he's from Dallas, Texas, and I would say he's a much better looking guy than I am, but I would say he's probably what, maybe mid sixties or something like that, and his wife Lisa looks like she's about thirty, wouldn't you say? Yeah, but that could also be a lot of work done. <laughs> but, you never know. She's very attractive, and he's he's not a bad looking man. So, but he's a cowboy. It's you know they're, he they, is a cowboy. They have pictures of him at like at at uh, apparently he's got a ranch and he's got cattle and stuff like that. But his name is Brad Hildebrand, and his wife's are is it, are they engaged or what's the deal on that? Is, is are I'm they actually, sorry? are they married? Is that when you know do you put your pictures up there actually after you're married? Do you put your pictures up there when you're engaged? That I do not know. Okay. Chances are when they're married, because, uh, yeah, well, anyway. a lot of stuff can happen when you're engaged. If you go to my Facebook page, you can see my wedding pictures, but it's not really me. It's another guy with the same name, um, and that's at bradfb.com. Okay, um, talked about this a little bit last hour. I still love radio. And what's interesting is you do. radio you have. Radio is not necessarily just radio, it's audio. Like just this this week alone, Shelly and I have started our own podcast, um, and I listen to all sorts of different things in the radio. And I love in-depth reporting. And the other day I was driving around, I was listening to this report on NPR. It was on KWMU, uh, KWMU here in St. Louis, uh, St. Louis Public Radio. And it was about the new uh, prosecuting attorney in San Francisco. And the guy's name is Chessia, C-H-E-S-A. I guess that's how you pronounce it, Chessia or Chessa or something like that. But it's a guy, and his last name is Bowden, B-O-U-D-I-N. And what was fascinating to me is that it's there's a lot of parallels with Kim Gardner here in St. Louis. Um, he's never prosecuted a case before. He's been a public defender. Same situation. I don't think she was a public defender, but she's never prosecuted a case, um, which is interesting because of the fact that my daughter who is an attorney, when she wasn't even a full-bred attorney yet, when she was still working part-time, she actually prosecuted cases. When she wasn't even, she hadn't even graduated from law school yet. But, and I'm thinking to myself, how could you not prosecute a case? Anyway, the history of this guy is fascinating. His parents belonged to the BLA, the Black Liberation Army. And when he was one years old, one night, they took him to the babysitter, dropped him off the babysitter, and they went off with a bunch of and and keep in mind he's a he's a white guy, and he went and his parents went off with a bunch of black guys, and they robbed an armored car, and in the process of robbing the armored car, this is his parents and some other black people, uh, three people were killed, two policemen and one uh, 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 
Armored Car Guard. They stole $1.6 million, robbed the armored car, shot one of the guards, uh, put the money into a U-Haul truck, drove off in a U-Haul truck. They got pulled over. Uh, when they opened up the back of the U-Haul truck, the BLA guys were in the back. They opened up fire on the police officers and killed two police officers. Okay, these are his parents. This happened when he was one year old. His mom served 22 years in the federal pen. His dad is still in jail, will be till he's 75. And he essentially saying is the reason he is going to be the best prosecutor is he saw from the inside how the justice system is really screwed up, especially the, the prison system, and that there are people in jail that are you know thrown in jail, that they don't try to rehabilitate them. They just throw them in jail. They just warehouse them in jail. So what he's already said that is on the first day, because he got elected just the other day, and when he, on this first day on the job, he will eliminate cash bail. So if you, on, for most crimes, if you get arrested for a misdemeanor um, or even some minor, uh, you know, some of the lesser felonies, you get arrested, they process you, they let you out. You don't have to, you know, just like we get with the goofy story. What was it? Someplace where we were talking about the last week where, no, it was in New York. The new thing where, where in order if to, they're not going to do cash bail anymore, but they're going to do incentives. So if you are do a crime and you get arrested and then you've got a court date and you show up for your court date, they're going to give you Mets tickets. Like, okay, scratch my head. Well, you know, I don't. I still think that that's hilarious. Well, and it's, it's completely wrong. Sort of spooky. Anyway, his deal is he's not going to prosecute. Um, uh, any, any, uh, these, uh, uh, and, and he's not, he just flat out is not going to prosecute a lot of misdemeanors. So if the police arrest, you know, somebody in San Francisco for this, that, whatever, and it's a misdemeanor, he just likes, eh, don't care. And so in other words, there's no press, no charges. I mean, well, there, in other words, you know, the, the case is going to be dismissed. So the police officer would like, let's say catch you for misdemeanor, like let's say shoplifting. Okay. Let's say you stole, I don't know, um, you know, a box of golf balls. You were in like a you know sporting goods store and you stole a bo- box of golf balls and they caught you. They would arrest you. And then he would say, eh, golf balls. Who cares? Not going to charge you. What do you think of that? I, I think it's silly, actually. Well, the, the interesting thing for me is that he, he talks about that he went from um, the life when he was one year old, when his parents got thrown in jail, then he essentially was put up for... I guess adoption or he lived with foster parents and apparently these people were very rich and he went to private schools and the whole bit and during the interview and this is the thing that got me because I'm thinking to myself okay I'm really getting tired of this he apologized for are you ready his whiteness I'm sorry his whiteness he apologized I heard what you said but I don't understand the apology. It's the whole thing about white privilege. The fact that that you know, if you're white, you have certain I privileges see. that people of color don't have. And yet, I scratch my head on that because if you look at the statistics, uh, the majority of people in poverty are not black people; they're white people. Uh, you know, and and that's usually the case. In, in the majority of people who are arrested for crimes are white people. You know, I mean, it's just to the point where it's like, okay, so so because you're born white, that gives you privilege. I mean, Shelley. When's the last time you and I have gone into a place and go like, hey, we're here, and uh, you know what? Uh, you know, like, for example, Shelly and I did the other day. We went to a restaurant, and it was very busy, and there was a 20-minute waiting period. And uh, Shelly went up to the lady and said, hey, you know what? We're white. Give us a table right now. That is not what happened, and you know it. Stop <laughs> I know it. It's not, but that's like, that's the point where it's like, okay. That's like, <laughs> I mean, like, that's like, okay, what privilege do you have because you're white? You know, I mean, I don't get that. I have no privilege. But, 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 do, do, you know, I mean, does that make any sense to you? I mean, I keep hearing more. No, more, it well, doesn't. It's, it's, it really it's, doesn't. It's but white that's, privilege. But I'm not a person of color, so I don't know how they truly feel. Yeah, but, but, inside. But, but once again, people are discriminated on a daily basis. They are, regardless by, of what color they exactly, are. That's true. Exactly. Women are discriminated for a long time. Women couldn't get jobs. I mean, like in the very business we're in right now, when I first started in this business, there were no women salespeople. There were no women on the air. There were no women in positions of power. It was all men, 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 men. Okay, that's changed. That's not the case anymore. You know, But yet, once again, it's to the point where if I go to the bank and I walk in and I go, hey, I'd like to get a $100,000 loan. And they say, well, you don't have any collateral? No, but I'm a white guy. I mean, do you think I'm going to get a loan? 
No, you will not. But there's no guarantee that I would get a loan or another or another person of color would get the loan either. I, there's no guarantee. But see, that's what I don't get. It's to the point where, where you know, there's, there's, and I'm not saying discrimination, but the reason I can't get a loan in that scenario is because I don't have any collateral. You know, you know, if, if I had a house and they'd say, okay, well, we could give you a home equity loan. Okay, great. But if I say, no, I don't have a house. Well, do you own any property? No. Do you have a savings account? No, I have nothing. I'm broke. Can I get $100,000? How's your credit? It sucks. I got a, you know, I got a 550 credit rating. Oh, you know what? But give me that loan. Nope. Sorry, sir. Oh, you just don't like me because I'm a white guy. I don't get it. It just drives me nuts. And so do you think, really, do you think that somebody, a person of color or a woman, um, could go in and say that same exact thing and they could get a loan? No. Is that what you're saying? No, that's my point. My point is, is that if they walked in, if a black person, you know, a woman, whatever, and walked in with the same scenario, they wouldn't get a loan either. No, they wouldn't. You know, the banker would say, well, I'm sorry, but you don't qualify. You don't have the proper credit score. You don't have any collateral. You don't have this. You don't have that. I mean, anybody who walked in the bank would get that treatment. It's not discrimination. Well, it's, it's, it's very much like a certified woman business. Yeah. And um, there's no certified men businesses. <laughs> but but you know, you're going to get mad at me about this. But what do I say all the time about LBB, Little Black Book? It's like, you know, like it's women only. I keep saying, well... Can I be? Can I be an LBB person? You don't know. I will say that one time in LBB, there was one gentleman. We, we were meeting over at this cafe over in uh, O'Fallon, yeah. and there was actually a gentleman that came, and it was a coffee and connections, and he actually stayed, and we were like, "Do you not know?" And but he stayed through the whole thing, and how he could not have gotten the vibe, number one. Number two, how he could have not felt awkward, but he did. He stayed through the whole thing. So you discriminated against him because he was a man? No, because this is an all-female organization. We have wingmen, and I don't wanna, they help us. I don't want to be a do wingman. without them. I don't want to be a wingman. I want to be a tailman. Okay. It's, anyway, it's, you're missing my point. No, I Do you know what my point. point is? Yeah, your point is you don't make any sense. Well, there's a lot of truth to that. Oh, look, it's 718. Westplex 107.1. Good morning to you, 722. It is BS in the Morning. You can find our website at bsinthemorning.show. I am Shelly. She is Brad. That's how we roll, right? That is how we roll. Talked about this earlier. Uh, this is the story of the top 10 songs as a matter of fact, I didn't even know this ex- existed. Um, he they give away Toonie Awards. This is Waffle House, and this is based upon their Touch Tunes jukeboxes. In the past, they do. They have them sitting at all their tables. Right. Okay. In the past twelve months, uh, this is the the songs that are the top played songs in the Waffle House. Okay, you ready for this? I'm ready. Number ten, Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Number nine, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Can see that. Okay, number eight, Tequila by Dan and Shay. Number seven, Can't Feel My Face by The Weeknd. I can see that. Number six, Uptown Funk by Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars. Absolutely. Jesus, hashtag blessed. Number five, Heaven by Kane Brown. You know who Kane Brown is? I don't. Kane Brown's gotten to be a big country star. Uh, Number four, Meant to Be by B.B. Rexa, featuring Florida Georgia Line. Number three, Location okay. by Khaled. What is that, please? Location by Khaled. I don't even know if I know that one. And what's interesting is that was the number one song from last year, uh, Location by Khaled. Number two, Booed Up by Ella May. Are you familiar with that song? And I am not. And it's B-O-O apostrophe D-U-P. We'll have to, and I'm not even sure if I know who LMA is. It's L-L-E, or excuse me, E-L-L-A-M-A-I. LMA, boot up. And the number one song by, according to the most plays on the Touch Tunes jukeboxes at the Waffle House over the 12 months is Tennessee Whiskey by Chris Stapleton. Okay. 
Okay, where are these Waffle Houses located? Is this just this is all over Waffle the, Houses across the country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This or is, Waffle Houses? No, no, no. no. This, um, is, this is the national database. A, you know, just like a smattering of Waffle Houses. No, no, no. This is the national. In other words, these are, they keep track of all, the, you know, the songs that are played. And these are the number, the 10, like well, I just counted them down, 10 through 1, uh, the top 10 songs played all over the country at Waffle Houses. Well, I think that, I don't know, it sounds kind of skewed to me. Okay, I have to be honest with you that um, I do not like Chris Stapleton. I love country music. I listen to WIL uh, most of the time. Occasionally I'll listen to The Bull or KFAV, but I do love country music. But I'll have to be, um, you know, in full disclosure that when a Chris Stapleton comes, a song comes on the radio, I punch the button. I don't know. So what. why do you do that? I don't like him. I just, I just, I'm to the point. Why where, is it a man thing or? No, I just don't like the music. It's just like it's like you know, I you know, I mean, you talk about, you know, you kid about this all the time, but it is true that there's a lot of artists nowadays, especially on, you know, the music we play, the men who sort of like they sound whiny. They do. You know, like so, do you think that Chris Stapleton sounds whiny? Well, like for example, I think Post Malone sounds like a whiner, like. You know, he's always like, you know. He, yeah, he he sounds he always sounds forlorn. Right, like he's like, oh, it's, I'm 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 poor me. I'm post Malone. Uh, I'm I'm driving I around. I need to and, get my teeth fixed. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't believe you just said that, but that's a whole other story. It's true. <laughs> he, he, he needs to get a little less ink too. That's that's true as well. Well, too. no, I don't have a problem with the ink, but get your teeth fixed, man. You're a millionaire. <laughs> Okay, but I don't know what it is about Chris Stapleton. I just don't like his music. And and to me, it's to the point where what's sort of funny about it is maybe it's more traditional country, um, you know, whereas most of the stuff they play like in WIL is sort of like, you know, what they call bro country or, you know, they, they, they themselves yeah, yeah. call themselves new country. And it's a lot of, you know, Dan and Shay, um, you know, stuff like that. I just don't like Chris Stapleton. So uh. and Tennessee whiskey to me it's like okay that, you know not my kind of song you know hey, do you things. have you heard it oh yeah I know which song it is oh I don't see yeah, I don't listen yeah. to country I, music I, I, that's not my of those, that's not my bag of those top ten um, I know I know I've heard location by Kaylin but I've never heard boot up by LMA so in the break here I'm gonna find it on uh, YouTube I know I know I'm, you are I'm gonna play it and then I'm gonna say wow I love LMA. No? Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm ready for that. Okay, 726. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning, a Friday morning, a high of 42 today. Not too much different for where we're at right now. We're at uh, 39. Complete forecast is coming up in just a couple minutes with our favorite meteorologist. Who is that, uh, Shelly? Jennifer Wojcicki. Okay, did you do your homework? We were last break, we're talking about the top 10 songs as uh, rated by the Waffle House touch tune jukebox system um and the number two song was booed up by ella may did you listen to it i heard it from your end did what'd you think i thought it was slow i I, you know i'll be honest with you i've never heard the song before and somehow i feel sort of stupid that i don't even know who she was because i go i look you know look her up on wikipedia and uh, she's come on to the uh, music scene, uh, you know, like in the last, you know, 18 months with uh, quite a, a number of awards. Matter of fact, in 2018, uh, she won uh, the best song of the year uh, for uh, this is the uh, Soul Train uh, Music Awards. She won for Boot Up. Uh, and then in 2019, she won iHeart Music uh, Best Song of the Year uh, uh, for Boot Up. She won that. Uh, Billboard Music Awards, uh, same thing, Boot Up. I've never heard the song before. And, I, you know, and I, I Brad sort of... Brad Hildebrand, I cannot believe that you are not on top of this. Well, I sort of pride myself on knowing the music. I mean, I... I you know, know you do. I, I mean, mean, you're like a connoisseur of all things radio. Well, but but I can usually tell you, you know, in most music formats, I can tell you pretty much who the top artists are on country right now. I can tell you who the top artists are. Well, um, clearly you can't. <laughs> well, well, no, but she's not country, though. This is, I mean, you know, and once again, she, I, I admit, I'd never heard of her before. Born in England. She's 25 so, years old. Her, what is her genre well r&b sort of like in you heard and, and you know and quite honestly when i played the song i'm going like okay it's okay but i mean to me it's like i mean when when you heard the song did you go like wow that's a great song i didn't but did I. that doesn't mean anything because i'm still stuck in the 80s so. well you know i mean i mean i, I mean my favorite song is ice ice baby <laughs> 
I can. Well, that my immortal, but you do you do play Ice Ice Baby, so thank you for that. I can listen to most music nowadays in, in our genre and what would be called CHR, our top forty or hot AC, whatever you know, whatever you consider what we play in this radio station, and I can listen to most new music, and I can usually say, eh, that's going to be a hit. And, uh, you know, and, and nine times out of 10, I'm right. It's because I've done it for years and years and years and years and years. Since and, you came out of the womb. Yeah, yeah we since, know. I, since I came out of the womb. And every once in a while, like, for example, what I find fascinating is the thing like we talked about this with TikTok, <laughs> the songs that have gotten to be, you know, these huge country songs, which the country music has ignored, uh, uh-huh. you know, like uh, the Get Up song by Blanco Brown, which was like number Little one. Little Nas X. Little yep. Nas X and stuff like that. And what's interesting is once I've heard that, I thought to myself, yeah, I like that song. You know, and even little, the, the, the original version of Little Nas X, Old Country Road, um, I, I didn't necessarily... You know, it was okay, but when they remixed it with Billy Ray Cyrus, I thought to myself, "Nah, that's good." And it, and it's sort of it's it's one of those, eh, what do you call it? Like a novelty kind of song. You know, it's to the point where it's it's so different that it sort of sticks out. But here's a perfect example. Like Shaggy okay? and Sting. I'm old enough to remember when the punk rock thing hit. Okay. I am too. Okay, so here I am in a store. Got two, three, three nights ago, and listening to the Muzak system, whatever it's called, uh, you know, I don't know the background music system. I think Muzak's out of business now, but anyway, I'm listening to the music, and I hear a song in the store that, when it came out, was super controversial. What song was that? It was a Sex Pistols song, and the Sex Pistols were like big into the punk rock thing, and I'm thinking to myself. Okay. So, what kind of store did you go into? No, no, but this that would be playing the Sex Pistols over the intercom. This was made, but it's now. But see, the point I'm trying to make was by you know back then it was like, oh my God, that's 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 punk rock. Now it's gotten to be mainstream. Think about how many rock and roll songs. I mean, like like for example, one of the songs on the on the the, the Waffle House list was Bohemian Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, when that song came out, people went like, it wasn't punk rock. No, no. But what I'm saying is, it was. It was changing the genre of that particular. It was changing Era. the yes. yes. It was to I the point agree. where when you heard you know Bohemian Rhapsody, you go, "What the hell was that?" You know, it starts out you know, "Mama Mia, Mama Mia." You know, I mean, all the weird stuff that's in Bohemian Rhapsody. Mama Mia, let me go. Right, right, right. Oh, let me go. You know, and it's got weird stuff in it. But today, and you have to bob your head. Well, but today it's gotten to the point where it's gotten to be like, hey, that's mainstream. You know, back then it was like cutting edge. I mean, you know, look at so many, how many groups like that. I mean, like, for example, look at look at Florida Georgia Line and country. I mean, you know, people go like, okay, is that, you know, and they're the ones that started, uh, at least a lot of people say, started this bro country revolution in country music where it's about, you know, here's, you know, I can write a, a, a bro country song. Hey, you know, here I'm on I'm a rough top of my head. Hey, baby, you look great. Let's go out in my pickup truck. Yeah, I got those big 34-inch wheels. Yeah, we're going to go out and we're going to get stuck in the mud and we're going to go down by the river and you and I are going to go skinny dip. And it's going to be great and we're going to, you know, you know, listen to music in the bed of our truck and we're going to dance in the bed of my truck, okay? That's like 90% of, you know, oh, I forgot a line. Uh, you know, put your pretty pink, uh, pretty, put your feet up on my dashboard with your pretty pink toenails, okay? Uh-huh, and don't forget some kind of liquor. Liquor is always involved, <laughs> usually whiskey, maybe tequila. You know, and that's like if you listen to most it's kind true. Of, if you listen to most broke country songs, that's pretty much 90% of the song. Hey, I'm going to pick you up in my pickup truck. We're going to go down and, you know, go out into the woods. We're going to get stuck in the farmer's field. You know, put your pretty pink toes on my dashboard. You know, we're going to have a good time tonight. Um, you know, it's like, okay, that's the broke country stuff. And people like, like even like uh, Brad Paisley's gotten upset about it because if you listen to Brad Paisley, you know, his music's all over the place. Some of it's fun. Some of it's very serious. But it's not the same stuff over and over and over and over again. You know what I mean? You mean it actually has more words than something that they repeat a hundred times throughout well, the song? It, Brad Paisley, and that's still not even the name of the song. Brad Paisley has tremendously, um, you know, funny stuff. You know, like online. You know, where he talks about you know uh, dating online. Um, you know, and he has some extremely, um, you know, um, um, you know, great ballads with uh, with him and Carrie Underwood. And I think he does a ballad with. Uh, Reba McIntyre. I mean, you know, and some, you know, and, and if you've ever seen him in 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 in, in person, uh, in concert, he's an incredible guitarist, and you know, and and he's a multi-talented guy. But yet he's upset. I wonder if he's left-handed. 
Where do you come up with these questions? Because left-handed people are gifted. And they usually have a different gift than the norm. I wonder if he and wears... And so if he's as, as multifaceted and multi-talented as you say, I do wonder if he's left-handed. Okay. That'd be something to look up. This is the interesting insights in Shelly, that a couple weeks back uh, ago, I made the mistake of saying that I wear Hanes underwear. And Shelly says on the air, hmm, I thought you were more a Fruit of the Loom kind of guy. I'm going like... What the hell was that? <laughs> what, what, what difference? I mean, so in other words, okay, explain to me in Shelly world, if you have two guys and they're both dressed pretty much the same and you say to, and you would go up to a guy and go like, oh, what kind of underwear do you have on? And the guy would say, well, I have Hanes. And the other guy would say, Fruit of the Loom. Tell me the difference between a Hanes guy and a Fruit of the Loom guy. Well, the Fruit of the Loom guy have much better spokespeople for one. <laughs> And for another, they're they're sized differently. And if I, I meant know? anything like that, I meant like boxers or briefs. <sighs> yeah, but but Fruit of the Loom and Hanes, they all they make all those underwear. They make boxers and briefs, stuff like that, right? I know that. So so if but I'm there's a, a difference between boxers and briefs, guys. Okay, but if I'm a Hanes guy, what does that tell you about? If I said if I if whitey tidy. <laughs> Not necessarily. Yes. No, Hanes makes boxers and stuff like that. They make all sorts of underwear. They make shirts, t-shirts, you know, V-necks, regular t-shirts. And they have really good, cool spokespeople. But when you think of Hanes, you think of whitey tidies. Okay, whatever. In Shelly World, you do. But I don't usually think about men's underwear. Okay, but see, here's the difference. Here's the difference between, you know, this is the difference. What is the difference, Brad? Well, the sexes are that you can make fun of the fact that I say I'm a Hanes guy, and you say, you know, I say I'm a Hanes guy, you say I'm a Fruit of the Loom guy. But if I said to you, hey, Shelly, are you a Victoria's Secret gal? Are you a Playtex gal? That would be be inappropriate. That would, because first of all, Playtex, ew. And second of all, um, Victoria's Secret doesn't care doesn't carry a line for the more mature figure. Boy, I learn everything. I learn all sorts of stuff in the show every morning. Well, you brought it up. Well, but it's to the point. No, you're the one that brought it up. You're the one that's saying, like, you know, that I'm a, I'm, I'm, I, I, your comment was that I thought you thought I was a fruit of the loom guy. You know, but now that was from a week ago, Brad. No, what if I what if I would have said? But see, I have a memory of things like that. I remember half the things I say yesterday. When you insult me, I have a memory in things like that. What if we, what if I would have said to you? you what if I would have said, "Well, Shelly, I'm a Calvin Klein kind of guy." <laughs> Plus, Hanes, you can buy at Sam's Club. <laughs> She's going to dodge that question. 747. Plex 107.1 with the super clean version of that song where there's whole lines missing. Yes. And why did we do that? Because Shelly requested that. She got offended by the original version of that song. So we had to give the super clean version of that song on the radio, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know. Well, we pride ourselves on, on the fact that if you've got your kids or your grandkids or your parents or your grandparents in the car, you're not embarrassed. Yeah, and, and as Shelly always says, that's what she says because of the fact that, uh, you know, she makes her kids listen to Kids Bob instead of the song that's on the radio. Um, sure, Brad. <laughs> now, actually, that's not true because when, when, my kids, when my kids were kids, we'd sit there and we would jam. We but, would jam in the car, but not a lie. 20 years ago, when Shelly was driving around her kids in the car, she'd look back and she'd say. <laughs> no, she wouldn't. She would say, okay, here it comes. And then we would sit there. I mean, CNC Music Factory, um, just a whole bunch of stuff. TLC. Yeah, it was good. How about, how about your, favorite, your favorite song? Oh, Ice Ice Baby? No, 290. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you're such a man-child, Brad. You know, the first step to recovery is admittance. Admit what? <laughs> that you're a man-child. <laughs> explain to me what a man-child is. A man-child? Yeah. What, what is a man-child who keeps on playing Henry DiCarlo. Henry DiCarlo? That's a man child. You're 12. You're 17. Uh, I, I, I laugh every time I hear that. 
I know you do. And you just get the biggest kick out of it. It is the, it is the funniest thing to, to witness ever. <laughs> it's like it's like my favorite commercial, the one I showed you, the the Lane Bryant commercial that they hijacked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every time I see that, commercial, I actually did like that one. But. It's funny, you know. I mean, and you know, it's funny. Yeah. See, Victoria's Secret doesn't carry things like that for the more mature woman. Well, I don't know. I mean, but 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 Lane Bryant does. I do. Lane Bryant does. Yes. See, I'm not in women's underwear, so I wouldn't know that. Hmm. <laughs> I, but I know I. It's it's the point where I don't. I you know. I first off, if I go and shop, I never go into the women's wear sir, area. You know what I mean? I mean, I just like to the point where I'm like, eh, I could care less. You know, I'm not a woman. I don't wear those clothes. I could, you know, I don't care. Okay. Oh, you. you are, but there are guys that do that. That do what? Go to the women's wear section and look at women's clothes and underwear and stuff like that? I could sit there. Yes. There are guys. You know guys like that. Um, I don't personally know them, but I know that it happens. You could give me names of guys. I would never give you names of guys because that's a personal thing, but I don't know any, but I know it happens. I, I you know, once again, I mean, you know, I go to the store. You know, I go, I go to the lingerie department at Dillard's and there's this man sitting there and I'm like, sir. And he just he's just sitting there and he just looks like he's in euphoria. And I said, sir, are you looking for someone or did someone is someone trying something on? No, I just wanted to sit here. I didn't catch his name, Brad. Sorry. Is this a joke or did this really happen? What do you think? I don't know. It sounds like BS to me. I'm going to call BS on you for a change. So you went, first off, you went to Dillard's, and there's a guy sitting in the in the women's underwear section, and you said to him. It's called lingerie. Okay, whatever. And you said to him, sir, can I help you? I, mean, I, don't I do that a lot, actually. <laughs> yes. so if there's somebody, you don't work if there. I'm shopping. Yes. Because I, I shop frequently at different places. Yes. And they know me by name. And so if I hey. see somebody looking for something specific or somebody will come up and ask my opinion, I will give that to them and I will help them shop. And they're like, oh, I'm looking for shoes. Oh, that's just around the jewelry department. And then um, like another lane over. So they know you by name. In, in, they in, do. Okay, so 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 what does that tell you about me when I go to Scrap Mart in Valley Park and, and recycle aluminum and, and copper wire, and they know me by name there? What does that say? That says that you are uh, thrifty <laughs> and that you've made um, an impression on them. Yeah, right. Maybe not a good impression. So I'm always impressed. Good, bad or none. The lady knows. Three types of I walk in there and the lady knows me by name. Hey, Brad, how are you? I'm going like, I don't know who she is. You know, but I'm thinking of myself. She's clearly the lady that works at the scrap mart. Well, but how, would she, how does she know my name? Because she has to check you out. I don't know. Did you ever get her name? No, I don't know who she is. <laughs> Once again, it's like... That's the, the civil thing to do, man-child, is to go up there and say, I'm sorry, I never caught your name. No, hold on, hold on. No, that, I don't know if that would be the white way to do it. As a guy, you go like, hey, baby, what's your name? Isn't that the way you do it as a guy? Not in a, a professional capacity. Hey, baby, what's your sign? Yeah, right. Okay, so this is much like you you taking the challenge on to say, um, you look nice today. And oh, and I told you to I got say in, that. I got in Just trouble. Go up to three women I got and in say, trouble. you look very nice today. I said, but, but you don't do that. I got in What trouble. you do is you say, you're very attractive today, which is a completely different connotation in a professional setting. I had two women who were not, remember we did that, it was like a month or so I know. ago, and we did that at the chamber meeting. I went up to two women I did not know, and they were not happy with me. But yet, there were three or four other women I said that to, and they were like, well, thank you, appreciate that, you know? But once but again... my point was, you were supposed to do it verbatim, not um, I embellish. Said, I said, you look very attractive today. And that is not the same as you look nice. <sighs> Or nice shoes. You have very nice shoes on. <laughs> you have very nice shoes. That means shoes something on. to women. <laughs> very nice shoes? <laughs> yes. If you compliment, compliment a woman on her shoes, yes, that's a very that's a very nice compliment. Okay, so here's what I'm gonna do. All day today when I see a woman, I'm gonna go up to her and say, Hey, you have very nice shoes. 
Just say, yeah, but if she, if she looks like a good Russian woman in sensible shoes, don't compliment her on her shoes. A good Russian woman? It, that's a joke from years gone by. If she looks like a woman in comfortable shoes, yeah. I mean, literally, if you're going to look at her shoes, look at her shoes. And if she doesn't have nice shoes on, don't say a word. Where does Russian come into that? It was a joke from my from years ago 20 years ago so russian women wear comfortable shoes is what you're saying brad i don't get it let it go you're the one that threw it out there it's 802 you're the one that threw it out there about russian women i'm going like what does russian women have to do with the shoes it has nothing to do with shoes but usually i'm not even going to go there i'm not i'm 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 not going to (laughs) play okay we'll take a break we'll be right back well, that's going to do it for BS in the morning. I'm going to go out and find some Russian women and see if they're wearing sensible shoes this morning. That's what I'm going to do. That's my job. You just can't let it go, can I you? don't get it. Russian and Russian women in sensible shoes. It has shoes. nothing to do with anything. It was a simple, funny comment from 20 years ago. Well, but what if those Russian women, they're probably not happy to hear you talk about you know them wearing sensible shoes. You don't think like, so in other words, if, if I found so a... So that's why you need to let it go, Brad. If I found a Russian woman today had like six inch heels, stuff like that, I go, hey, are you Russian lady? I'm sorry. No. Those are, you can't then wear you those. Say, those aren't those sen- are some nice shoes. No, those aren't sensible shoes. And then she'd they say... They don't need to wear sensible shoes. She says, well, it's it's very sensible. When I'm, I not take- even, I'm not even going to play with you because <laughs> it's only going to make it worse. So um, it's 8.06, so the most popular man in St. Charles Shel- Shelley, steps up to the microphone and says... Shelly, you're getting sort of agitated. <laughs> Manchild. Have a great day, everybody. Have a great weekend. Come out to uh, Darting Prairie tonight to see the uh, lighting of the trees. and It's a lovely thing event for the Salvation Army, and it's going to be amazing. Always is. I can't calm down because I'm very excited about tonight. (laughs) And and now the most important man in St. Charles County steps to the microphone and says...